whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm great. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And. And. We are here are to here rant to and rave. Rant and rave. Boo, 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 boo. Jessica. Yes, ma'am. How was your week? You know what? It was fun-filled, busy as can be. Uh, I will be short and sweet with it. I got to go to San Diego twice in a week, one of my favorite cities ever. I don't know if you feel the same, but I love it there. It is. It's, I always say, like, if I was not uh, interested in... I mean, you can live there and be an actor and be in the arts, but I'm in L.A. for many reasons, right? But I always thought, like, God, if I just had any other career and had kids, I'd want to live in San Diego. It's beautiful. It's clean. There's so much to do there. I would live in San Diego. But it was really You know, our great. friend Krista Marie, she used to live in San Diego. Oh, she did. You know, back in the day before I met her. And she just dated military boys all the time. She dated oh, Navy yeah. SEAL for a while. Yes. Yeah. Big military Helicopter town. Helicopter pilots. Actually, yes. Yeah. They have the bar where they filmed that uh, famous scene at the end of the first Top Gun with yeah. Tom Cruise and Kelly McGillis, right? It's like right by Seaport Village. Um, it's fantastic. You might fall over at what I'm about to say. So the first time I was there this week was for uh, an acting job. And the second time, well, both were actually. The second was to teach a workshop for Cornerstone Improv, a fantastic nonprofit group in San Diego. They have lots of amazing improv in various theaters down there. But Cornerstone is a group of people from different theaters. They are such an incredible group and wonderful folks and i highly recommend it and i also think you need to get down there and teach a workshop for them because they are an absolute delight what i was going to say that you might fall over from is alan and i went finally to a place we've been wanting to go to forever called the lion's share maybe some of the best food i've had in years and years now you might need to plug your ears because you're gonna throw up at everything i tell you i had yeah i'm Uh, sure it's not a place i want to go well i'm gonna be certain that you would not be interested in the buffalo yellowtail tartar that's raw buffalo and raw yellowtail mixed together in a salad served with their house-made most perfectly house-done potato chips that you've ever had okay I don't know why you're trying to make this sound pretty because what, <laughs> why the hell would you ever eat raw buffalo and what, I, that's where I stopped listening. I don't even know what the second kind of raw meat was. Tartar, some so fish. Good. Yellowtail, yes. Oh, and it had smoked yeah. roe in there. Those are fish eggs. Why'd they smoke them if everything was raw? That don't make no sense. Okay. Uh Uh-uh. I know you love Brussels sprouts, Dana. No. 
So I didn't know what it was, but they brought the food to the people next to us. We were sitting at the bar and they set it down and I leaned over to the bartender and I said, I don't want to be that creep and be like staring at their stuff. But whatever that is, bring it out here because I have never no, smelled you're something already so a, good. You're already a creep because Brussels sprouts, A, look like the biggest boogers. Like you picked a cow's nose and pulled that thing out. There are and many cabbages. They're boogers and they stink <laughs> to high heaven. The fact that you would smell that and not get nauseous. Just no, as you're a monster. Not... You know how you called me a maniac a couple of weeks ago? <laughs> you're a maniac! <laughs> now, Dana, I know that smell you're talking about, and that is our mother's generation, that nasty-ass boiled Brussels sprouts that smelled like an elephant farted through the house. Uh-uh. These are roasted with a balsamic glaze and crispy chicken skin. <laughs> No, stink. I was recent. Well, it wasn't. When I say anything, let's just make a note. If I say recently, when I recently did something, let's just know it was probably six months ago. <laughs> so probably six months ago, I was at Castaway in Burbank, which the mm -hmm. view is, you can't yes. beat it. I'm not a huge fan of their food. I don't want to be rude. One of the reasons good. is- it's not great. I've been there several times and I've been very underwhelmed. But the last time I was there, everybody kept ordering these plates of Brussels sprouts. Oh, the aroma. No, you stink and you're eating boogers. Period. Point blank. <laughs> <laughs> what else did you put in your pie hole that doesn't belong there? Elk steak. No. What? Tender, exquisite meat that I have had in. May I say 20 years? No, you may not say. <laughs> <laughs> it was what? outstanding. Also, the cocktails were ridiculous. You know, I, I'm sorry. I am I a real sucker. Yes. No, I'm going to I'm sorry. This is what you ate. I want you to look in the face of that beautiful animal. I know. That's not raised for feeding. You did that. You put that in your tummy. Not raised for feeding, that is about as organic and non-GMO as you're going to get. And lean as can be, because they ain't being fed with a bunch of shit that they weren't made to eat. They eat Because grass. they're wild animals! Because they're wild animals! Not meant for you to eat! You're not a Native American having to scrounge for food, Jessica! Oh, I... I, I mean... What's next, Peacock? <sighs> Was that your second course? How dare you, although they are part uh, of the pheasant family. I cannot. <laughs> and I love you. pheasant. No, no. They made I can't incredible cocktails. Okay? Like the okay. kind that come in the perfect With what? Glass the, blood <laughs> no. the blood of babies? The blood of babies? I had a gin cocktail with chartreuse and all kinds of aromatics and bitters and a floating dried uh citrus slice it was delightful you come over to my house i'll put a bunch of shit in a glass and pour some alcohol over it too and i'll charge you half the price oh my god and then i'll feed you some turkey slices or something 
So you don't have to go eating exotic animals. <laughs> okay, I will tell you about something that I know will not make you sick. It will make you happy. And this is kind of like a revisit to a rave that we had in the past. I was so happy. So I love going to the Renegade Craft Fair, which happens typically oh, twice a too. year in L.A. I've missed it some several other years cities. in a row. I know. And... I missed it for the last several years. Well, I finally was like, okay, it's back and it's in a huge outdoor space. So I went, found some really fun stuff. And then I was ecstatic to see an old friend and coworker, Christine, who is the owner of Chocolate and Steel. You and I are a huge fan of her jewelry. And yes. Helen treated me to this beauty that I've been wearing. It's green onyx. Whoa. and. I loved it. And he saw me looking. He's like, do you want that? I'm like, well, yeah, I'd love to have it. Like joking or any goes, okay. And I was like, what? And he bought it for Aww. me. It was That's like lovely. really sweet and unexpected. But I just want to throw that out there as a reminder to everyone, because we raved about her in the past. Her jewelry is absolutely incredible. It's jewelry that has a message in particular, her bars that have like amazing quotes throughout the selection you've got it check out her site and i just wanted to remind everyone also because i respect and appreciate her environmental practices the materials she uses she ethically sources she is very sustainable and mindful with who where what she gets her stuff from what she does with it it's a woman-owned business, woman-run. She only has had female employees working for her. It's all made in the U.S. It's actually made here in L.A. And I don't know. It's just incredible. It, she's Everything about her is great. If you go to the site, it shows all these things they give back with. She has a give-back program. So for a period of several months a year, she gives to certain organizations, many of which we will be raving about in future episodes because it's incredible. Great. So she's somebody who really, I hate the term, puts her money where her mouth is, but she walks the walk. She couldn't be lovelier. Um, we had a grand old time, and uh, I'm going to post a picture of us um, at her booth. Cool. Yes. I love that. Thank you for sharing. Indeed. How was your week? It was good. Weird. I didn't. A weird week, I imagine. Oh, you do? Was there something exciting <laughs> that happened to me? <laughs> <laughs> Well, what was child, it? I'd like to know. Your child entered a, a rite of oh, passage yeah. as a tween. Yeah, sorry. My brain got fogged over by you eating elk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Dan Tipton would be right there with you. I'm telling oh, you. Oh, he would I've have never been loved a, it. Yeah. I've never been an adventurous eater, I've, but I have most of my life been a meat eater. So for me right now, what I'm going through, we're recording a little bit early because the Thanksgiving holiday is in a couple of days. So this will come out after Thanksgiving. So right now I'm like, am I going to eat turkey? Ooh, because I'm so, it's such a um, tangible, like comfort mm -hmm. tradition, you know, so I don't know what I'm going to do anyway. Uh, but the what sides are better. Of, I know. I'm like, does it really matter? No. I don't know. But my child got braces this week. Um, he looks like a he's growing grown up, up. He's young man. I know. I just ordered his first like round of winter clothes in men's sizes. 
Oh, my God. So, yep, he's becoming a man. Uh, braces are hard, y'all. I never had them, and neither oh. did Dan Tipton. So we didn't and know. And you perfect kind teeth. Of, <laughs> well, I wouldn't say they're perfect. But they are. Told I'm me angry once, about it. No. Somebody told me once I had comedy teeth, a friend of ours, and she was like, you know, women with comedy teeth like ours. And I just froze because I, I was like, I never knew till this second that comedy teeth existed or that I owned them in my body. Um, I just went, you know how I am. I just went, oh, totally. <laughs> and had a meltdown later. But <laughs> so hard because we didn't know what to expect besides what everybody told us and everybody did warn us those first two days are the most painful ever mm-hmm. like it won't ever be that painful and yeah it was true he there were a lot of tears which yeah. is so rare for my kid so rare Aww. he's so chill even when he doesn't feel good he's just chill he's like i'm cool just chill out i'm cool it's fine you know <laughs> Where I'm like, are you sure? Do you need medicine? Let me feel your forehead. Okay. Let me just squeeze your arm. I don't know why. I'm just checking. Checking. And he's like, chill out, mom. (laughs) But this was was one of those situations where he had to lay down Mm -hmm. in mommy's lap and cry. I mean, because they're shifting your bones, you know? No, it hurts so bad. I had braces for five years. It hurts. Oh, Wow. That's the thing too. He's we told him three years, and it didn't hit him until Monday came, and he couldn't get him off. He's like, "Today we get him off. This is three. And I was like, "No, it's been three days." Oh, so he no. started asking us to do the math, and then he cried again because I don't think he realized the the length, the massive change, you know. <laughs> because if he does the math, that's over a thousand days. He doesn't need to know he that. Made, Oh, he does. He asked his daddy, and his daddy did the math. Um, That's probably where more tears came from. But yeah, he's doing great. He did. He's good. He's great now. He's like super excited because they don't hurt now. So, (laughs) so that's good. But he did realize on the first day that mommy and daddy weren't just being mean by saying you have to eat only soft foods now. You have to. He found out when he tried to take a bite. We thought maybe he could do a bagel. And we offered to cut it up. He was like, no, no. He, I don't know how that changes the taste, but kids think it does. <laughs> yeah. And he tried to take a bite and it hurt. So, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't just mommy and daddy being Aww. sticklers. But it's cool to see him growing up. Just crazy. I mean, it's crazy. He looks so cute. Kids look cute. And then I had, I know, right? And then I had a dentist appointment this morning and real quick before we get into our, uh, our rants, I just want to tell you shame on, this is a shame on me corner right at the top. Okay. (laughs) So I, Henry's spending the day with a friend so that I could do my doctor's appointment, come record with you. I have another Mm -hmm. doctor's appointment later. I did not realize when I was scheduling all of these appointments six months ago that it was Thanksgiving week, you dodo. So, (laughs) so I was on my way back home to record with you and I texted Jessica and said, I'm going to stop by Taco Bell. You know, I'm just going to treat myself. Stop by Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) Grab something to eat, and then I'll be home to record. So I swing mm-hmm. by Taco Bell by my house up here, and I notice I'm like, score, no one's in the drive-thru, right? 
And generally speaking, the Taco Bell near my house is pretty, pretty fast anyway. I don't really have to wait around a lot. So anyway, as I pull in the parking lot, there's like three cars sitting there. There's kind of like this traffic jam, right? And there is a truck with like a tar thing trailer behind it blocking the the drive-thru. And so people are moving around them, trying to get in this parking lot. It's L.A. The parking lot's the size of my coffee here, right? So so I'm annoyed and probably hungry. (laughs) So I am glaring at the two men in the in the van and I'm slowly pulling up and they go they motion you have to go around and I shook my head no I want to go there (laughs) hilarious and so I'm still glaring at them I pull up beside them because they could have pulled straight out and opened the way into the drive-thru right and I park right beside him not park I'm just stopped right beside him and he looks it's two guys in the truck an older man and a younger man and uh, he looks, he looks at me and just goes like, "What?" And I go, "I want to go there." And I point at the drive-through, and I am glaring. My lids are so far over my what are those? My eyeballs. Uh, yeah, but my what's the black part of our, our pupil? Iris. So like my oh the pupil. My eyes, my lids are so far down over my pupil, I can barely see. Right? (laughs) He goes to me, oh, it's closed. I felt so rude and so dumb. And I go, oh, uh, and I put my hands together for those of you just listening. And I go, I'm sorry. I go, I'm hungry. laughing at me and went sorry and then the older man goes shame 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 with his fingers <laughs> and jessica i lost my mind because who does that to people i do i got shame shamed <laughs> you know what no no means you know what no no means i started laughing so hard I'm and i shook fine. my head and i pointed at him and i go you're right and then I pointed at me and went, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and we laughed and I blew them a kiss and I drove on. But you are it was hilarious. Good, <laughs> it was such a good reminder of like, they're not just being a dick, Dana. There's a reason. There's a purpose behind what's going on here. Maybe try and figure that out before you start. Before you yes. start heavy lidding. People just trying to do their job. <laughs> My God. They were probably there to fix it. They were probably there to fix the drive-thru road or something. And I was like, (laughs) but I accepted my scolding. I I knew I was wrong. I don't know if that makes it any better. (laughs) 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 Also, I cannot stop staring at this one hair that is just driving me mad. I look like Squiggy. I look like Squiggy from Laverne and Shirley. We're gonna do it. <laughs> By the way, that actor, yes. uh, what's his first name? Lander. Um, I... His daughter is Natalie Lander. You can find her on Instagram. So talented. Oh. Beautifully. Is she talented. an actress? Excellent. Yes. Excellent actress. Amazing huh. singer. I've seen her in several oh. musicals. Yeah. Very talented. 
That's just a Hollywood. The more you Got know. It. Right? I'm boring myself. Yeah. Can we move on? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let me take a you. sip of coffee. Can I can I share with you? That Look at this cute little cute. guy. Who is that? This is oh, the dog. That's, that's the dog Stella. from Modern Family. That's Stella. Yes, that's Gloria and Jay's dog. Yeah. Um, yes. For those of you who don't know, I used to be on a show called Modern Family. The um, best sitcom and in the last three decades. Did you know that Stella passed away a couple of years ago? Like the actual oh, actor dog? No. No, it was very unexpected and, and it was a very, it was actually a very sad thing for everyone. Uh, I imagine, and I imagine uh, specifically for Jay. Yeah. Everybody loved that dog. God, that dog. I wish I worked with that dog more. Anytime that dog was there the same day, day as me, I would try and sneak over there. <laughs> I love so that. Cute. So cute. You are Jessica, up first for rants. Jessica, before we get into our rants. Yes. Oh, yes. Tell people well, I was how to get have in you touch with Tell us. people how to get a hold of us. Yeah. Because I'm such a ding dong. Uh, yes. Please. Find ding us. dong. <laughs> hold up. Find Wait us. a minute. Don't, 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 don't go with it. A listener told me recently, and I'm going to pass it along to you, that okay. she sometimes, she knows it's just my sense of humor, but that sometimes my self-deprecating sense of humor upsets her because I'm mean to her friend. So I will say to oh. you, you are not a ding-dong and don't speak poorly of my friend. <laughs> okay, I will not. Please find us. Like us. Follow us, message us, be friends with us on Instagram and Facebook at the Rants and Raves Podcast. Uh, we're just not even going to mention it anymore. Tweetily tweet. It's irrelevant. I mean, it's going to die, right? Us. Yeah. It's not for us. I know that. You can send us a direct email at any time at the Rants and Raves Podcast at gmail.com. You can also hit the contact button on our website, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. New to you and for us and for followers new and old alike we are now on tiktok at the rants and raves p yes that's at the rants and raves p and then youtube please we have new subscribers coming on each week you can hear us you know you may if you listen to us through audio, obviously, on any platform, including YouTube, but we also now have the option to watch our entire episode and the insanity that is Dana and myself <laughs> through YouTube, <laughs> through the magic and gift of one Miss Dana Powell, who has been seriously, tirelessly doing this. Please, if you are bored, please put it on. Put it on in the background when you're working out. Cleaning yeah, your just house, let it play through. tuning just out let it your play family, <laughs> whatever. But it's really fun, and y'all, it ain't easy getting older and learning new things. I'm speaking for myself. It's not easy. So Dana has been working tirelessly at this. Another shout out to Jay, uh, our amazing friend, who helped really give a push with this area. And then Dana yes, has taken the ball and ran with it and so my sincere thanks and gratitude to her for making this all possible please enjoy the fruits of her effort yes also if you're an og listener it's kind of fun to get on tiktok uh or youtube that's a new space for us too but tiktok is a lot more talky people will talk yep. back to you and stuff uh we're making some waves 
So yeah. it might be fun to see how some strangers respond to our crazy uh, just uh-huh. for giggles. But exactly. Jessica, Jessica, I don't know if you've looked at any of the stuff that I've posted recently, but, you know, your uh, miming of how to cut down a tree is pretty popular <laughs> on TikTok at the moment. <laughs> It really shot out the gates. It shot out the gates quick. Several people. I mean, there was, yeah, there was a lot of people that were really interested in learning how to cut down a tree from you. (laughs) I do. But yeah, guys, thank you. I just want to say again, this is all new to us. We are still trying to like, you know, break through to new listeners, new people, and you guys liking and commenting and stuff on our posts. It really... I know it sounds dumb, but it really is true. It pushes us out there into the alga crazies or whatever it is more. Mm-hmm. So That's we really, right. really appreciate it. Yay. Indeed. Okay. Are we ready? Yeah. Yes. So I am up first for rants today. When people reply to emails without answering the questions you clearly asked and that require an answer, or they ask you questions in their reply that you stated clearly and in entirety in the original email. I definitely get this because can I tell you who I find to be the worst culprit of this in my life, honestly, is uh, Dan Tipton. (laughs) (laughs) And some of you might be saying, Isn't that your husband? I know you call him by his first and last name, but I do believe that's your husband. It is my husband. And then your question might be, why are you emailing your husband? (laughs) Because, y'all, it's the only way I can get him to listen and 40% of the time remember. I'm going to take that back. Check that. 30% of the time he'll remember. (laughs) You treat and it like a, a work situation. I do, yes. A work because study. The reason, <laughs> because the reason I do is because that man's a robot. Everything's about work. So if I act like I'm just one of his tasks, maybe I'll get something done. <laughs> <laughs> How do, is it one of those things where he's like, yes, and you're like, yes to which of the yes six questions what? I've asked? Yes to what? Exactly, yes. Or he'll say, oh, this reminds me, blah, 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 and then not answer my question. Oh, I forgot. What? You made my email about you. You (laughs) send your own email. And it's causing something to be what should be a new thread, in my humble opinion. Because if you ever go back to try to search for power drill first thing that yeah. came to mind and you're yeah. not going to find it because maybe it's under the ac broke email yeah you know what i'm saying i hate I when do. people yeah. do that it's like stop <laughs> it answer the question and if you have something else put it in a new thread so we can both find it when we need to i will say when you have group <sighs> emails with people like more than just you and somebody else even with somebody else the back and forth, it gets too much. If you have 13 emails back and forth in one thread, I guarantee you I'm never going to find what you wanted me to know. A hundred percent. I will spend spend a good 15, 20 minutes doing a search for certain keywords to see if it pops up. And if it doesn't, then I guess it just doesn't get done. I don't know (laughs) what else to say. I know. (laughs) 
<laughs> I only have so much oomph for every, like, I allot a little bit of oomph to just certain tasks. And once I'm out of that oomph for that email, for that email thread, if it hits 12, yes. 13 back and forth, that spent my oomph and I ain't going to answer. <laughs> I'm on board with that. Seriously. <laughs> we need a it oomph, drives me oomph nuts. rule. <laughs> it's also, it winds you up into you're already aggravated. And then it mm-hmm. comes out in the tone. Like, it's just so many shades of annoying. <laughs> That's totally. why I get mad at Dan Tipton. I wouldn't say he's wrong, but I'm not going to go so far as to say I agree or will follow through. But he always says he believes that phone calls are better. He's an old school phone call guy. I'm lost in translation. And I will say in his case, his ability, and if you're watching, you'll see that my eyes are just permanently crossed at this moment. <laughs> his ability to have any kind of email or texting bedside manner, does that make sense? Is nil. Yes. He is business. I am not joking. We got in a fight one time because he would just respond K. No, to, I took a, I took offense. <laughs> Absolutely not. But I also cannot tell you. It's innumerable the amount of times that my husband, who I've dedicated my life to, and I let him put his baby seed inside of me, and we created a child. Dana! Okay. I'm just saying how serious this relationship is. <laughs> and that man... That man will respond to me what? by saying, copy that. Absolutely not. You because are not a trucker work. on the road with him. I, I have responded before saying, I don't work with you. <laughs> okay. Anyway, oh I need to give you a moment to speak about this because it has clearly ruffled my proverbial feathers. <laughs> All right, Jess. How how do you feel about about the, these email issues? You probably, I don't know. I feel like you're a very patient business person that communicates well in writing. <laughs> Maybe that's my problem. I have no patience. <laughs> you know what? I try, and I. That's funny you say that. Today, I sent an email for the third time, asking just. Following up on this, you could hear my voice in the email trailing off and getting higher. Um, It drives me insane because I have a couple of family members that do this and don't answer the questions at hand. And I work with a lot of people and for a lot of people that also are real big offenders of this. It drives me to insanity because it's like hey if you answer this we can move on and then avoid these other problems down the pipe or right yes that answer just opened up a whole new world and now we can move forward so it drives me insane it's one of my biggest biggest pet peeves i am certainly not perfect (laughs) i'm really bad in my reply time these days i used to be that person that would reply the second i got an email 
once COVID hit, I'm like, look at stuff or people will send me stuff and I like scroll through it really quick when I shouldn't be. And then I'll forget about it. And then a day later, I'm like, oh, I never listened to that actual message or watched that actual video that required sound when I shouldn't have been diddling with my phone to begin with. So I admit some shortcomings. But if you ask me stuff, I'm going to write back with every single answer. I will even separate the email and reply. I do too. See my replies in red. And then I thought red maybe is too offensive and aggressive. So I'll do it in like a royal blue. Yeah, royal blue is less uh, corrective. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know my great aunt Bess, who I loved so much, would send you back letters. We were like pen pals when I was a kid. She was an English teacher for 35 years and she would return your letters. Yep. Wow. With red ink. Amazing. I mean, probably you were like, this is what Aunt Bess needs to feel her own value, right? (laughs) Like you were probably okay with it, right? Yes. yes, (laughs) Now, if my dad did that, I would have been like, I'm a hillbilly because of your mouth. Don't correct my letter. <laughs> One thing I will say, too, about emails, um, we live in Los Angeles. We are in a world and an industry mm-hmm. where everything is fast, fast, fast. Yeah. So what I learned when Dan, gosh, I think it's, I think it's when he was working in Shreveport, Louisiana Ooh. in a movie, and he would tell me about, yeah, he would tell me about, like, emails and stuff and people... L.A. is known for that very stressful answer immediately. It, you could miss an opportunity. Yes. I think that's where it's yes. born out of. We answer, we answer our phones if it's the right person. Like if my agent or manager calls and I am in any way capable of getting out of what I'm supposed to do, I'll answer yep. it. Right? Of course. But I'll be honest, Jess, if you called in the same situation, I might be like, I'll call her back later. Of course. <laughs> But we have been conditioned to be like that. I used to describe when I would go home for a visit and then come back to L.A., I always described it as jumping on a treadmill that's already running. That's a good analogy. That's what living in L.A. is like. We are constantly hustling Mm -hmm. in every way imaginable. Uh, Career, uh, social, job, like everything is Mm -hmm. a hustle out here. And so we communicate that way. Copy that, I guess. (laughs) But I don't know that I think that that is good. I think that for me personally, I think it keeps me stressed out. Every time I hear that phone go ding, I'm like, "Eh." right? Like, I don't need to answer everybody instantly, but that's how we live our lives out here. I don't know that it's the greatest thing. But it is infuriating when people from other places <laughs> take two to three days to get back at, to me because I'm yes. wasting my time checking my email thinking you were going to get back to me in 30 minutes. Yes. But also sometimes you don't get a reply because for days. Because we all live days. And listen, especially the older generations, some of them don't live on their phones. But I know the rest of y'all do. Mm-hmm. So you are blatantly ignoring me and I'm fully aware. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did we help anybody? I, 
well, it's the rant se- section, so I don't think we have to help anybody. We can just besides just complaining, and I think <laughs> I, did, I did a good job of that. We can relate. We can assure you, we relate. <sighs> yes. <laughs> yeah. All right, mine is a very short one, and uh, big shocker, it's uh, hashtag hotel life. You know, I've always oh got to have something. I wondered if this was coming <laughs> because you've been in hotels for work so much lately. I was like, oh, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I can't be alone in this. Maybe I am. Maybe people will think I'm rude and unappreciative of someone's artistic endeavors but i need where is this going i need this to stop and i need it to stop now um i don't need you now god bless the housekeeping and i do mean that those people should be paid four times what they're paid anybody who is in housekeeping they They work home cleaning janitorial services yes cleaning up after other people okay they deserve much more than they get that being said please all i need (laughs) but all i need (laughs) just hear a big but (laughs) let me make your job simpler and streamline it just keep the room clean and appropriately stocked i do not need nor do i want you to create a blossoming peony with 20 of the Kleenexes in the box in the bathroom. I am not looking for a paper-made flower when my nose is running down my face because I'm allergic to the cologne (laughs) air freshener you guys are piping throughout the freaking hotel. Okay? You just wasted... Half that box of Kleenex, because I assure you, once I lift that nasty floral crown off and directly into the trash, because I'm not putting that in my nose. Yeah, I'm not going to use it. Yeah, you're 100% right on that. I don't use those. Thank you. You have been cleaning I don't know what at this point. I don't know if you've washed your hands with the nasty-ass bar soap they provide for guests. I hope they give you better. I hope there's a bottle in your cart that you can have appropriate hand cleaner in there for your sake and mine, quite frankly, and the other patrons. It is wasteful, Mm -hmm. and I will not be taking that and using those individual tissues to put your germy hands up my nose after now we know what we know. Okay? (laughs) Furthermore. I know. I don't need. I know you guys are like, what a raving bitch. I don't care. I don't need the toilet paper to be folded down like the end of an admiral's pin to to, to what? To show me that you folded it over? Sometimes they do it on a roll that has a quarter of it left. Are you joking? Yeah, you're totally right. Uh, I would say I don't know where I fall on the should have or shouldn't have done it for the toilet paper, (laughs) because I will say I noticed one time that there was no, what do you call it? An admiral's point. Uh You know what I mean? (laughs) Okay. I did notice that in a hotel and I went to grab the toilet paper and I paused because it wasn't there. And I was like, who were the last fingers that touched that? Do I need to get rid of those three squares? Yes, you you do. But I did that because it wasn't. But I did that because that wasn't there. 
because I was like, oh, God, it was the last guest that uh-huh. touched that TV. You're like, someone else clearly broke that seal. I, 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 I get it. Right. Put on a full roll of TP and we're good. Take those half-used rolls and put them downstairs in the public bathroom, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense because I use the bathroom in the lobby, too. So I'd be I mean, having it- to use that, too. Just don't do the points. That has shown me that you have touched it, and I won't. Just like when I'm in a public bathroom, I pull out some of the toilet paper and toss it so that someone's grubby hands that reached up in there like I did trying to rip down a new shred hasn't touched it yeah i'm gonna leave you with one last thing yeah, because tell me well i'll just say i i'll just say i agree with you because then in my mind i am using a stranger's hand to wipe my booty yes <laughs> exactly now i will throw one more <laughs> thing in there and i know i'm dating myself and quite frankly i don't care i never went on a honeymoon therefore okay. i never visited a resort for lovers or honeymooners or i imagine sandals Same. makes things like this but those towel sculptures made into two lovebird swans or whatever i don't need that either because yeah. i ain't using that towel on my face or anywhere else for that matter. That's funny. Yeah. Honestly, sometimes I think it's more than one towel, which is even more than wasteful. Yes. The only time I've ever witnessed that, I was staying at a Four Seasons in Georgetown. Ooh. Um, and Dan Tipton, yeah, Dan Tipton was working on a movie and it was our anniversary. And I was like, this is the most romantic. And they were so good to us. They sent us all kinds of treats and champagne mm. and all this stuff. And Thank God it was a beautiful room because uh, he worked the entire time. He was on his computer and his phone. So that was our anniversary. But boy, that towel bird was fancy. Did you talk to it? (laughs) Of course. Who else was I going to talk to? Oh, my God. That's amazing. I have one more update for today. It's a hotel okay. update. It's good news, okay. everybody. Good and bad. Oh. Uh, so, uh, my okay. usual hotel that I frequent that has the warm oak scented soap that I can't stand, and they pipe okay. the cologne equivalent of that. I love this hotel, but this smell has become an issue where I may not be able to handle staying there. But I also don't really have a choice. That's where they put us. I hate that warm uh, oak, so nothing's changed about that. However, maybe somebody there listens to our podcast. Because guess what? There ain't no more bar mm. soap in the rooms since I ranted about that a couple of weeks ago. They have now put <laughs> liquid soap dispensers, granted, of Gilchrist and Soames warm oak, but it's liquid soap. It's a step up oh. and a move in the but right does it direction. Stink? Yes, it smells like men's cologne. Yeah, I can't handle a soap that makes me go but. So I'm not a big fan of uh, scented soaps. I mean, they have to be really plain, mm-hmm. like a citrus to me is always great. It's not. I love a scented right? soap, but everybody's Everyone's idea different. of what smells good to them is different. 
Yeah. I think I may have said this before. My mother-in-law loves to go to uh, Bath and Body Works. I am not a fan since, uh, I don't know, 1989 is probably the last time I shopped there. Uh, that is no offense to <laughs> I can't to remember anyone. the last time I went in I there. I just don't care for it. I used to live in that plume area, however, in my younger years. Oh, God. I was Red Apple. <laughs> I was a Red oh, Apple girl. yes. So she goes and gets like yeah. every holiday scent they have. And whenever we are there, whenever we are visiting, I don't know why, but the one I hate the most, again, it smells very much like cologne. It's like the warm brown sugar and whatever. It's warm brown sugar and I don't know what it is. I hate it. And it smells like cologne. And Alan's always like, what are you doing? I'm like, what am I doing? I'm swapping the soap in our bathroom with the one in the basement, which is cherry blossom. So I always like sneak down. I've definitely and soaps. Yeah, when staying with family, I've definitely switched soaps. Ooh, before. for sure. I love this. Why did I never know this? This makes me feel very oh yeah validated and less guilty. Validated. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody's done that. Oh my god! Don't you think everybody's done I that? Don't know. If you're staying somewhere, you get to know where all the soaps are. That's you true. just swap that out real quick. It's a slide of hand. <laughs> I am nothing but a uh, – That's I'm just an illusionist at that illusionist. point. Illusionist. Getting what I need. Yeah. Oh, my God. I make you feel like everything is great, and I fix it for myself. <laughs> that's an illusion. We're all happy. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Oh my god, I think we both need a cleansing We do, breath. and do I'm going to hold my nose so I don't have to smell anything while I do it. I breathe through my mouth <laughs> you're anyway. You're in your own house! I breathe through my mouth anyway. Also, you're in, you're like, in your own home, I hate how this woman's house smells. I cannot stand it. It is war. I'm going to complain. <laughs> I actually smell burnt popcorn. Okay, uh, that's horrible. I apologize. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Okay, guys, this is a big staple of our show. We like to rant out. We just rant. We complain. We say outrageous yes. things sometimes be to get these feelings out. And then we take a deep breath in. We blow it all out. And we spend the rest of the show filling up with good news, yep. charity organizations, and fun stuff. So if you can scream it out, always encourage it. I know you think I'm crazy. Those of you who have listened for a long time and you've never screamed it out, just try it. Thanks. It's after. Thanksgiving yeah. now. <laughs> so just try it for your after Thanksgiving activity, like we all have. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Deep breath in. And. Nice. Sometimes I lean back and then. When I blow out, I lean forward and I pretend like I'm a little accordion. It's <laughs> <laughs> really cute. That's what I think in my mind. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I am I I think I'm up first yes, for corners, right? Yeah, I am. <laughs> Jessica are you the one that's just like adding these cute little snippety things after the title of corners? Maybe. It's not a requirement, but I will say I enjoy it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jessica has titled, the, well, this is my corner. 
It's, and it just says, vroom, 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 let's scoot across the room. Now, would you like to sing it how you heard it in your head? Vroom, 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 let's scoot across the room. And we'll do night. it all night. Says it's a Monday night. I don't remember all the words, but I knew what you were referring yes. to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is from my favorite. This is from Oddity Central. Guess who it's written by? You'll be shocked. Mm, uh, happy. Ah, you're wrong. It's oh. spooky like it has been every single other time. <laughs> I love this website. High-tech Volkswagen office chair has a top speed of 12 miles per hour. This is crazy. A team of <laughs> a team of Volkswagen designers and engineers developed a high-tech office chair that you can drive at a top speed of 12 miles an hour. Most high-tech office chairs are either simply waterproof or stateproof or are designed at a high standard in terms of ergonomics. I have a nice ergonomic chair. That my husband bought me because I have back issues. It's very nice. But Volkswagen's recent take on a high-tech office chair shows just how low the bar sits at the moment. The German car manufacturer designed and built an office chair with a built-in motor and controls, allowing the user to drive at a respectable top speed of 12 miles an hour. And that's just one of the crazy features built into this one-of-a-kind piece of office furniture. The main goal of this unique project was to implement as many features found in a real Volkswagen car into an office chair, and the team did a truly outstanding job. Let's make a mark of that. I I would like to address that after I'm done reading. (laughs) Not only did they manage to put in an actual motor and driving controls, but also a seatbelt. Honk. I don't know why it said honk. I mean, I think it means horn. But somebody just got in their brain and just typed honk. (laughs) Not only did they manage to put in an actual motor and driving controls, but also a seatbelt, honk, built-in speakers, (laughs) and even tiny rims. Shut up. Tiny rims for the chair wheels. Rims, y'all. Uh-uh. The futuristic office chair also comes with a 360 collision prevention sensor, a backup camera, a touchscreen display. This is nicer than my car. Okay. Headlights built into the armrests. Shut up. Who's night office driving? Who? LED party lights. Now that I could get behind. You never know when you need a party in the office. USB charging, a small pocket for storing documents. Had to get some office use in there. Oh my. <laughs> and the WV lo- or the VW, the VW logo stitched onto the headrest. Oh, good. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about my office chair. Mm-hmm. What logos on there? I want a Fendi chair. <laughs> If you're wondering about autonomy, Volkswagen claims that its high-tech office chair comes with a swappable battery that offers a range of around 12 km on a single charge. But before you reach for your credit card, you should know that Volkswagen has been pretty clear that this was a one-off marketing project. Oh, really? (laughs) Designed to highlight all the features that motorists sometimes take for granted. What are they talking about take for granted? I literally read that list and went... I don't have those things on my car. The the German company did say that it's high-tech office chair. It will be available for test drives at various locations in the near future. Don't waste my time. 
Judging by some of the comments on the YouTube making of video, I'd say Volkswagen may want to reconsider its decision to not make the chair commercially available. Some people seem ready to pay big bucks for it. Yeah. Yeah. People who don't need to have that chair would have it and they would torture the rest of us with it. Also, this might just be another business way of taking over our lives. Like I've, sometimes I feel like when they try and make us more comfortable in the office, it's because they want us to work longer for less money. Yes, that's 99% of the time how it is. You are so right. Because who needs headlights in their office? If you work in an office where you have headlights, you are a mole and you don't need to be playing office. <laughs> or a coal miner. <laughs> you live underground. Yeah, you are underground and you don't need office stuff. Right? Just... Mine your coal and dig your holes because there's no reason for you to have a Volkswagen office. You know who needs it? The people that work in Amazon warehouses that are the size of two to three football fields. How about Jeff Bezos? Oh my God, but they have golf carts. Do they? I think they have golf carts, don't they? Mm. I could be wrong. I'd like to zoom around. But also a solo, a solo, a solo. What would you call this piece of machinery? I, it doesn't seem that helpful to me. Am I wrong? Like, it's not like you can carry a bunch of... <laughs> it's a unicycle with headlights, is what it is. <laughs> but you know, this would end up in fraternities. Like, some rich kid's dad would buy it for him and somebody would die. That's how I see everything. How does this lead to death? Because I'm positive. No. <laughs> but it does seem absolutely It is ridiculous. ridiculous. Am I wrong? No. It seems like an advertising ploy to me, like, (laughs) and then they've hooked you into their, to their show. Yeah. (laughs) You're right, lady. (laughs) My God. All right. You're up next. That was a fun one, though. I really, I loved hating on that. I don't know why. Something's wrong with me. (laughs) So this one is just a jaw dropper. Um, Every time Dana and I hear about some kind of new development, We are blown away and love sharing it with you. Mm -hmm. This is an oh wow corner, or if I may rename it, a blinded me with science. You just. (laughs) That's what you're doing. You're renaming the articles. (laughs) I really am. For fun, mind you. Nobody's requested you do that. I wasn't like, Jessica, you know what would make corners better is if you just (laughs) retitle You keep doing it. It does make me giggle. It really does. It really reminds me. I love it. Multiple mutual friends of ours have constantly remind me throughout our tenure of friendship. You have such a vast amount of useless knowledge. I'm proud of that. You should be. I always tell people who are improvisers and writers, they should be. (laughs) And let me prove it with the book that just came two days ago. The Extraordinary Book of Useless Information. Yep, just ordered that and I am halfway through. Yes. (laughs) I love reading stuff like that. I do. We we are on the same page, (laughs) Jessica. Thank you, Dana Moye. This comes to us from Making Sense of Science. A supercomputer, which, by the way, in the picture, looks like a computer in the 80s that's taking up one floor of an entire building, right? A supercomputer just helped doctors find a treatment for people with a deadly cancer. 
For many patients with bile duct cancer, the disease is difficult to diagnose and even harder to treat. For instance, the drugs that target the protein molecule that often causes the disease often inhibit other similar-looking proteins, which cause health issues in the patient. To solve this problem, a company called Relay has taken a unique approach. The company recently used a powerful supercomputer to simulate how each protein moves and changes shape. With this info, researchers were able to differentiate the good proteins from the disease-causing ones, helping them create a more precise drug. Wow. Okay, so unreal. Wow. That was a little blurb. I'll read you a little more of this article. Leaps.org is the website that coincides with making sense of science. Bile duct cancer is a rare and aggressive oh. form of cancer that is often very difficult to diagnose. Patients with advanced forms of the disease... I don't think I've ever heard of it's that. Because it's very rare. And it is weird. Like bile... Wow. I don't even remember okay. what it's produced from. I'm embarrassed to say your spleen, I think. Or your gallbladder. I, Somebody I give I us a corrections like, corner. It was, <laughs> Danielle or anybody that... I thought it was just like pre-vomit. Like when you have an empty stomach, but your body is like, you need to vomit and there's nothing there. So it dredges up like the acid of your belly. That's my scientific <laughs> explanation. <laughs> well, it does come from somewhere. Uh, side note, I am not a doctor. <laughs> Nor I. Many patients wow. who get cancer in their bile ducts and the tubes that carry digestive fluid from the liver to the small intestine have mutations in the protein FGFR2, which leads cells to grow uncontrollably. One treatment option is chemotherapy, but it's toxic to both cancer cells and healthy cells, failing to distinguish between the two. Increasingly, cancer researchers are focusing on biomarker-directed therapy or making drugs that target a particular molecule that causes the disease, such as the case of bile duct cancer. Wow. Right? Also, just as a side note, it's but people with advanced forms of it, you know, have a lifespan uh, expectation of less than two years. Oh Sadly, gosh. like with any cancer, can be terminal depending on the stage and how advanced it is. So anyways, there's a lot of incredible mm, that they can yes, target specific cells, types of cells. Like that's mind blowing. I hope they can keep doing that because we both know way too many people that have gone through or are going through chemo and everybody who's had someone either uh, in their life or maybe you yourself have dealt with cancer. Chemo is brutal and that's part of why it's so hard it, it is killing off everything so it's not just like oh we got rid of the bad and you feel great that's why people are exhausted and often feel very ill from the treatment i mean the treatment itself can make you sick so any of these advancements very, very. are huge anyways it I will tell you, it says promising results so far. They began phase one and two trials in 2020 and will continue until 2024. So that's pretty amazing. I was going to say this is all groundbreaking, but then it takes years of trials and getting things approved through the but FDA. It sounds like they're right. It. Preliminary yeah. results showed that in 17 patients taking a 70 milligram dose of the code for this drug the drug worked to shrink tumors in 88 percent of patients that's astonishing i would take a 50 percent would i would think is a huge win 
I know. Well, I, I certainly did not expect to hear that. Right? Number. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, so amazing. I mean, I know I feel like Jessica and maybe it's just my hope. I do have hope. I know sometimes I sound really uh, not optimistic, but I do. I am a hopeful person. Yes. I feel like we've been hearing a lot the last couple of years that we are very close to figuring out how to cure yes. cancer. And God help me. I hope that's true. I've lost too many people I love. Yep. Um, people that I know have lost. I mean, my friend Kira just lost yes. a friend to cancer last week who was way younger than yes. you and me, Jessica. It's just not no. fair. <laughs> and so I, I hope that we are. I feel like I kind of want to believe where there's smoke, mm -hmm, there's fire. Mm -hmm. Like it, I, it never used to come up quite so much. It was always like someday we hope. Right. But lately we keep hearing it a little bit more in society. We're close. Yep. We're close. And I kind of, I, I hope that's true. I do. I really too. do. It's amazing. Um, you know, language, but fuck cancer, yep. man. It's something that is. Anyway, I love that. Thank you. Been uh, a plague upon us, if you will, for way too long. And I really, really hope you're right that in our lifetime, maybe we'll see it. And if not, at least maybe. Yeah. Cancer is a, it's a destructor and a thief. Yep. Thank you for sharing Absolutely. that. I love it. I, oh wait, I forget, I keep forgetting oh, we have yeah. this. I was going to try and play you guys. I'm also afraid it's just going to do it at some point. Okay. I turned it off. I tried to play one of our new transitions and it didn't work. Uh, I could just edit all. I was going to say, I could just edit this all out or I could just go whoosh. Here we are in race. <laughs> okay. So I'm up first for raves, and this is so I really love it. So this is Japanese attendance cleanup after the after the World Cup. This is from Good News Movement, which we follow for rants and raves. We, but I think you and I both follow them personally on our personal accounts too. So you can find them on Instagram. Their their at is Good News underscore Movement. I absolutely love them. Class Act. This is called. Japanese fans stayed back to help clean a stadium for a sporting event their team did not even compete in this time around. After the event's opening game between Qatar and Ecuador, fans dressed in Japan's national colors and stayed back to pick up trash left on the seats and floor. Omar Al-Farouk from Bahrain recorded the situation, asking what prompted them to clean the stands, and they responded, quote, we are Japanese, and we do not leave rubbish behind us, and we respect the place, end quote. Another stated while picking up the Qatar and Ecuador flags off the ground that those countries deserve respect. In 2018, the last World Cup, they also made headlines by helping clean up. So I love this very much. This is something that I am really trying to instill in my child, and it's hard. And I don't know if this is an American thing or just like natural instincts as humans, but like, my child would drop something on the floor in the middle of the main walkway of our house and then leave it there. And I'll walk back by and be like, why didn't you pick that up? Did you see it? Yeah. Well, why didn't you pick it up? <laughs> and I feel like there are now he's 11. There are full blown adults that do that. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm the one that will honk at you if you litter on the freeway or on oh, the street. Yeah. And I just want to say. Uh, I did that a couple of weeks ago. I saw a guy hanging trash out of his window on the 101. 
And I knew he was going to drop it. And I honked at him. (laughs) And he looked at me and I go, please don't do that. Please don't do that. Don't throw it. And he goes, he looked down at his trash and he looked at me and he went, all right. And he put it in his car. Now, he could have turned down the next road. He could have turned down the next road and just threw it out when I wasn't looking. But I feel like I made him think about it and maybe he'll think about it next Mm -hmm. time. Yes. If some, if you have something, even in movie theaters, Jessica, I am not that person that leaves my drink and popcorn trash on the ground just because people are coming through to clean it up. That's so rude. They're cleaning up after nasty people. They're not your babysitter. So you are nasty if you're leaving your stuff. You know what else? It's so rude. Am I, am am I off base? (laughs) No. That is 100% true. And also, whether it's a movie theater, a stadium, whatever, cups with liquid, awesome. No matter what is in there, unless it's water, that gets kicked and knocked over. Now it's spilling down. Now it got all over someone's purse or their shoes are sticking in the whatever it is. It's so inconsiderate. That happens in movie theaters. There's nothing I hate more than stepping and hearing and feeling that stickiness. These people, like they said, their home country's team wasn't even the ones competing that day. And I'm sure they were. No, but they respect the space. It was not their problem or responsibility. Why people can't, God forbid, pick it up and throw it in the trash, which I'm sure they are filled with in that stadium but also the fact i bet they were very shocked that people did just throw their flags on the ground like that's yeah i very disrespectful and i think so too they're picking it up for another country yeah literally they didn't say these were employees they said they were fans Who respected the space. And also, I want to point out, I love that they did that. I think it's beautiful. I think it's so... I have a hard time. I am not a very organized person. I don't know if that's... um, If you can tell that I am chaos. (laughs) I think it's probably pretty obvious. Um, But I read an article the other day that said uh, that clutter really, really has a huge impact on your stress levels when your spaces are open whether they're clean or not if they're just open and there's no clutter you will be significantly more relaxed Mm -hmm. so i think that about that like for my own home and my own space but also public spaces i don't want to look at your garbage i will tell you this too and i'm not making a joke about this at all i'm really serious it I remember experiencing that when I went to a memorial service for a friend who passed many years ago at that exquisite, I don't remember if you told me you've ever been there before or not, the Japanese gardens in Van Nuys. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it was closed for a yes. long time for COVID, and now I think it's appointment only, but it's beautiful. So it is yeah. like exquisite. They've filmed things there. It does look like a little slice of a town uh, in the hillside of Japan, right? And they had a memorial for my friend who was Japanese that passed away in one of the beautiful homes with the rice paper windows and the bamboo floors. Mm -hmm. You guys, I was so zenned out and felt so peaceful and such a calm sweeping over me. And I looked at my friend and I said, 
I would happily move in here with nothing more than a mattress, and I'm not joking. I don't think I've ever felt this stress-free, and it's because I am, like, somebody, I'm a collector, I'm straight up a hoarder, okay? Like, I can't let things go, I'm very nostalgic, and I'm like, oh, I'll use this one day. Like, I'm all of those things wrapped up yeah. with a bow. So going in there to this clean, peaceful, serene thing, I was like... Oh, I get it. So there's something to be said about that, you know, just. Yeah, they said scientifically oof. they've measured it and that you are much more stressed in a in a cluttered environment. I believe it. So I believe let's it. Let's keep our spaces clean. Yep. I love that. But <laughs> the, maybe they can the come over to my Japan house and <laughs> have that respect. Just kidding. Right? It, maybe we should help each other. Okay. I also heard that when you do something with a friend, it's easier. Yes. And boy, I need it to be easier. Also, <laughs> <laughs> but we would be so bad because you and I would not throw nope. away anything crafty. Absolutely, we'd not. be like, "Oh no, you might use you might use that tiny yarn ball on a Christmas card one Thank day." Thank you. <laughs> you really are on the same page as me, my friend. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're up next. Okay, this rave is something that was so cute. I found it recently when I was downtown. I was in this amazing little place called Maker's Mess, which is like a creative workshop. I actually took... They are now in downtown LA. They used to be in Silver Lake. And for my birthday one year... Um, I asked for a calligraphy class there and Alan got it for me and I loved it. And I went by myself and I'm, That's lovely. yeah, I'm always scared to be like, I don't want to go somewhere alone if I have to talk to people because I believe it or not get weird and shy. I did it. It was delightful. Okay. I don't know why I felt the need to add that in, but it's Jessica. So here we go. Um, this <laughs> maker's mess has fantastic things that people that work there have created or some of the people that come in to do workshops and whatnot, their prices are so reasonable to the point where I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Why is this so low? For instance, I recently picked up these exquisite little dried floral things that were on like a pin stick, like those old timey sticks that you could put in like a... Yeah. The thing on a men's jacket, the opening for like their course, like uh, a lapel. Yes, yes, yes. For like a boutonniere lapel pin or a hat pin, dried floral boutonniere. Mm -hmm. Yes. Guess how much they were? Two dollars. How much? And I had to ask. I go, I'm sorry. Why are these so cheap? Why are they so inexpensive? She goes, <laughs> the girl working there goes, oh, I had to make like two hundred of them for a wedding, and these were left over. I'm like. What? They were gorgeous. Uh -oh. So, again, here I am off track. One of the things I saw in there that I loved and that caught my eye was a specific artist. Pardon my botched pronunciation. Sramoyi. Yeah, this is a hard one. Eh? Yep. Sramoyi Handmade. That's S-R-I-M-O-Y-E-E. -E. She does all of these exquisite drawings of animals like 
raccoons and possums. I'm a big fan. Look at these, Daniel. I know. I'm looking. I'm looking on my own phone. They're so cute. So they're really cute and fun, and some of them have really funny messages. So I liked her work, but then I saw this little sign that said, with each sale, this local artist supports animal rescue nonprofits. So huge huge win in my book i love that and some of the organization i love yes can i just do it can i just shout out one Mm -hmm. of the the little skunk you guys know i love skunkies i follow like three skunks on instagram (laughs) so there's a little skunk there's a little skunk card and it says thank you for loving me for me okay i need to buy that for everyone who's ever met Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i love it so a little about her company. Uh, it says art that makes a difference. Shramoyi Handmade offers joyful animal and nature designs, and twenty percent of each sale is donated to animal rescue nonprofits. Each of your purchases supports the groups below: Pasadena Humane Society, San Francisco SPCA, the Feral Cat Coalition. Mercer Animal Rescue and Sanctuary. And I'm sorry, this is the most hilarious name for one. Trap Dat Cat. That's in New Orleans, Louisiana. <laughs> Trap Dat Cat. Uh, I do like that. Uh, I, I like the practice and I like the name. Right? <laughs> so it's so fun. And she has on her site both shop and a tab for animal advocacy, which you know Dana and I are huge fans of. We love supporting it. Yes. It is needed year-round. Yes. I've loved animals as long as I can remember. They bring me so much love and joy, and their unconditional love has truly shaped my life for the better. We adopted our sweet cat Murphy from a shelter, and she is the light of our lives. Sramoyi Handmade is a way for me to support organizations that give animals like Murphy a second chance. So I love that. Aww. It's a great site. The, all, Super cute stuff. They also have a series on California wildlife. I also love, this is interesting for Dana and some of our pet owners. She has a whole tab on her menu of pet safe plants. I think that's something also people don't always think about. And she has a link to the type of plants that are safe for your animals. Certain plants are allergic to, I mean, are toxic and or deadly to cats, dogs, and the like. So do your research. And some of them are ones, yes, some of them are ones you wouldn't Yes, like poinsettias are terrible for animals. Right. Uh, I also wanted to bring up that, just speaking of research, we're in the season that's a very popular season for animal for getting animals, yeah. giving puppies as gifts, giving, we're not at Easter, but where I came from, people gave ducks year round, <laughs> you know, a little ducky was a cute thing. <laughs> oh. Now I think it's mainly at Easter and stuff, but bunnies, things like that. Holidays are always a big time that people think, oh, wouldn't it be cute to get a pet? Please do your research and please know that you're in this for the long haul. And if that doesn't work for you, just don't yep. do it. Go visit somebody else's or because they need to be taken care yes. of. Yes. I will throw this out there. I think we've both discussed this many times. If you cannot or do not want to have that long of a commitment, which there's a number of reasons for that, consider fostering. 
I know one of the things, one of my friends that is deeply, deeply involved with dog rescue is she's like, um, we're pretty good about eventually finding a home, but the desperate need oftentimes is fostering someone to take that animal in the trial period and for one to four weeks to get it kind of settled, maybe get it rehabilitated. Oftentimes the organizations are covering all uh, medical expenses that are needed if there's something when mm -hmm. the animal comes in to their sanctuary. Uh, and they literally, so I have a friend who does nothing but foster. He's like, that just works for me. Yeah. Well, and when I'm not available or I'm traveling, you know I don't friend, have one. Well, you know, our friend, Will Burson, mm -hmm. he's a writer, director type. He actually won an Oscar for Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh, yes. When was that? 2021, mm -hmm. I think. Um, he, well, now he has a family and stuff. But when we were younger, he was a writer's assistant on a show that I was assisting the producer on. It was that Joey Lawrence show, Run of the Whoa. House. Remember that? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So he was a writer's assistant trying to break into the writing world at that time. And he fostered kittens. And I was so enamored of that, that here was this 20, 30 year old single male that fostered kittens on the weekends, sometimes for months at a time. So cute. It's, first of all, it says a lot about who you are as a human yes. being. But also, you're right. I think it's the same way we think about in donating. People just forget that they need socks and underwear. I think with pet rescue, we just forget that sometimes they just need that interim space to be yep. till they find their forever Correct. home. So I love that. I love. I do too. That's amazing. Just uh, this. I really enjoy this um, person's art. It's great. And then I actually. Check them out. As a coincidence, I saw her a couple of weeks ago at this maker's mess. And then I saw her. Uh -huh. She was uh, one of the vendors at the Renegade Craft Fair. So I was happy to see I can't her believe I missed the Renegade Craft Fair. I was going to uh, get on your case about it after the show, but now you've brought it up a second time. I didn't get no phone call. I feel so bad, and admittedly, I literally ran down there. I didn't even know it happened. I went down there for the last two hours because I was working, and I was supposed to be doing something for another job afterwards that got canceled at the last minute, and I was like, I'm going. Like, I got in the car, and I flew there God, to I love it for it. the last bit. I was like, I don't even know if it's worth it, but, I mean, it was worth it. Of course it was. I love going to the Renegade no. Fair. I think most communities have something similar in their area during the holidays. It's all handmade. Some of it's really weird. Some of it's really be beautiful. Yes. It's just like the best. And there's food trucks. You can't get much I better. No, I had a sushi burrito. <laughs> Egg gross. <laughs> stop it with your eyebrows. <laughs> I cannot stop watching your eyebrows now. You do your smarmy eyebrow raise way more frequently than I realized, and it creeps me out. It always makes me go, ah, I shudder. I didn't realize it either <laughs> until you pointed it out, and now I realize it's kind of like that paper clip that winked at you and would like tap, tap, tap on Microsoft Word 20-some years ago. Oh, my God. I it forgot was always about like, that. Hello. Giving you that eyebrow raise, like annoyed that you weren't it was continuing a little, to type. It was a little sassy. It was very it sassy. It was sassy, wasn't yes. it? <laughs> I forgot about that sassy cartoon paper clip. Wow. Ridiculous. 
Young people won't even know what we're talking about. They'll be like, legitimately, this this week they mm-hmm. cracked. This week, all the brain yolk is seeping out. Mm-hmm. They're done. I thought they were middle aged, <laughs> but apparently they use a lot of hair dye and filters. <laughs> Jessica. Dana. I think that's I our think show. It is. Oh my gosh. Do you want to tell everybody uh, how to get a hold yes. of us? Please. please find us on Facebook and Instagram at the Rants and Raves Podcast, on TikTok at the Rants and Raves P, on YouTube. You can subscribe to our channel, the Rants and Raves Podcast. Again, YouTube has the option of audio only or audio and video. So you can see this insanity unfold in real time, if you will. Uh, you can mm-hmm. email us at any time, the Ransom Raves Podcast at gmail.com or hit the contact button on our website, www.theransomravespodcast.com. Thank you, Dana. <laughs> so professional. <laughs> You're welcome, Jessica. <laughs> and as we move closer to the end of our show <laughs> is there anything you need to share that you're watching or reading or blah blah because i because i i'm locked and loaded no i don't think i was just flying around all week i don't remember watching oh okay really quick okay rock and roll hall of fame just happened again y'all Check it out if you have... It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. And if you have HBO Max, again, that and the Kennedy Center honors, I beg you, they're amazing. They are worth watching every single year. This year is no different. Uh, By the way, some of my all-time favorites were inductees and performed... Inducted? Duran Duran. Just as good as when they were a couple of months ago in concert here. Dolly Parton. Well, <laughs> I think we all know how much Dana and I love Come Dolly. On, icon. The woman is icon. flawless. And let's just say yeah. that the opening tribute song for her was Pink and Brandy Carlisle singing Code of Many Colors. Yeah, I cried. You're damn right I did. I would too. Brandy Carlisle. Would. I'm in love. Yeah. I love Pink. I, I, I've always loved Pink. Love. Love. I remember she is the first yeah. celebrity that I spotted when I first moved to LA and my dad and my stepmom came out to visit. They were staying in Santa Monica and we walked across the street to this tiny restaurant that looked like some dive hole in the wall. I would have never thought to go in. And the concierge at our hotel said, my pick, if I was you, I'd go to Shay J across the street, C-H-E-Z and then the name J. And we were like, okay. Uh-huh. And like, I know my parents were probably like, what the? And it's like nothing to look at. Then you walk in and it was this gorgeous dining room. The food was impeccable. And I remember I was like this because there was Pink and she already was a star. But this is like right when her first album came out. Her hair was pink at the time. And it was just her sitting there yes. with her larger than life bodyguard. And I don't stare, but I did stare at her for most of the meal because I was just enamored with her and i was already a fan but she's one of those people that you just can't take your eyes off of them i know you know who she's really really tight with i think she's besties with carrie kinney silver oh really from reno uh, 911 yeah amazing yeah. they're besties oh, i love that yeah but check um, it out you will love okay, it okay anything it's four else? hours long yeah. p.s four hours yeah you have to take it and share I, I watched it's, it all it's in a, one sitting dan always lunatic 
Oh my god. I don't even have four hours that come together it was all late. at once where I'm free it to do that. It was late at night. <laughs> You're like, I was up till 4 a.m. <laughs> um, that's lovely. Dan Tipton always watches it in chunks. Smart. You know, like a Saturday and a Sunday and then waits and a Saturday. It's a mm-hmm, weekend thing mm-hmm. for him. Um, okay, great. We'll have to yes. check that out. I just got into a new series on Netflix called 1899. Ooh, I heard about that. It is, it is a mystery, supernatural, creepy thriller, but it takes place on a boat in 1899. Yes. It's real good. I benched five episodes in a Ooh. row. It's real good. Uh, some subtitles because people on the boat are from everywhere. So there's some French, some German, some English. It's fascinating. Really, really good so far. Um, that and then also I this is a serious one <laughs> I wanted sure. to bring to the table. Um, I am listening to a book right now. And I told Jessica in the green room dump beforehand, I kind of felt like I had been to therapy. <laughs> Because I had some realizations from mm-hmm. listening to this book. You know, self-help books are really not the way for a lot of people. But this, like, pinpointed some childhood trauma I had that I didn't realize was affecting my adult behavior. Like, I had never connected it. So it's called Get Out of Your Own Way, mm-hmm. Practical Lessons for Conquering Procrastination, Fear, Envy, Neediness, Guilt, and More. And I'm telling you, they hit the bullseye. It really does. It's by Mark Goulston, MD, and Philip Goldberg. Even the procrastination. I am such a procrastinator sometimes. I'm either way ahead of the game or way behind the ball. And his he, the reasonings for that, that this person said, leading back to childhood and what causes those kinds of things and what is at the root of it. Honestly, what's at the root of it is oftentimes loneliness. And I was like, I'm not lonely. But then he kind of explained it mm-hmm. and it made sense to me because I don't have a job where I have a mm-hmm. team of people in an office cubicle that I'm working with. My life is very different. I sit here alone and write. Right. I sit here alone and edit. I'm, I'm very isolated in, mm-hmm. in my in my life. So anyway, that made a lot of sense to me. Check it out if you're into that kind of thing. I am only in chapter seven, I think. Six. It's a very wow. short book. It's only four hours if you listen to it. So it'll probably That's read great. pretty quick too. get out of your own way. By Mark Golston, MD. It's great so far. So there's that. Thank you. That I we're going to be back next I'm very week. Interesting. Um, yeah, it's really great. There were actually some things specifically that I was like, oh, because I was on my way to come record with you, so you were on my mind. I was like, I think this would be helpful to to me and Jessica because we are like minded in yes. a lot of ways. So anyway, good read. Good show, eighteen ninety nine on Netflix. Super. Uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on Hulu and HBO Max. If you guys just have all the free time in the world and are looking yeah. great, <laughs> Jessica, I, I adore, adore you. you, my friend. And we will be back with our crazies next week. Hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving, which brings me to my point to ponder. I chose it specifically because I knew that we were going to be airing this episode after Thanksgiving when you all have your leftovers. Mm. Did you know? Just ponder this. In 1953, Swanson was basically forced to invent TV TV dinners because they had around 260 tons of leftover frozen Thanksgiving turkeys and needed a way to get rid of them. 
A Swanson salesman was then inspired to create them based on the pre-made food trays they served on planes. There you go, people. That's how TV dinner was invented. Turkeys. And too many dead turkeys. Well, Alan's going to be real interested to hear that because nobody loves a Swanson hungry man dinner than him as a kid. I don't know why I'm shocked by this, but I'll, I will I will agree 100% with Alan. I'll still eat a TV dinner. He day. wasn't allowed to have them. Like his mom cooked every day. She just was one of those moms that cooked every single meal. And he said he loved mm-hmm. going to a specific friend's house because they never cooked. And he said the entire freezer was packed with Swanson Hungry Man. And it even came, it was like real groundbreaker because it also came with a dessert. And he said, you would have thought we hit gold by having one of those Hungry Man's. It was called Hungry Man. You talking about it's making me hungry. (laughs) I want to now go out because I didn't get my Taco Bell. I need. I want to now go out and get me a Hungry Man. I want you to treat yourself to something finer in the frozen food world, and I would like you to get yourself a Stouffer's frozen meal. Now that is some gourmand shit. Is it? Because I ain't a fan of their stuffing. I'll tell you that. Their stuffing, but those French bread pizzas will transport you to Naples. By way of Paris. What's wrong with us? This is the longest goodbye we've ever had. Our goodbye ended with... Our goodbye... Like, I said goodbye, and then we both told six more stories. Holy crap. (laughs) Gobble, gobble. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye.